This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. It's safe to say we have all experienced the hills and valleys of life. Some hills are higher than others, just like some valleys are deeper. One of those deep places for me was over 10 years ago. I'll set the scene a bit. In January of 2013, I won the title of Miss Arkansas USA. While the accomplishment itself was a high point, it was mixed with a complicated backdrop. For months leading up to the competition, I had been trying to extricate myself from a years-long abusive relationship. Once I won the title, the grip there only got tighter. I worked hard to disentangle from it, though, and eventually was able to give my full focus to my new job for the year. Between traveling extensively for my Miss Arkansas duties, working a part-time job, having a full-time college schedule, and preparing for Miss USA that summer, I decided to pause my college classes for the fall semester. So fast forward towards the end of my year as Miss Arkansas. I actually ended up dating a really fun, really good guy. After years in a controlling, toxic relationship, it was a breath of fresh air. I went from feeling like I lived under someone's thumb to finally feeling like I was in a normal, happy relationship, like the kind all of my girlfriends were in. As you can imagine, I was heartbroken when he decided to break it off. Now, mind you, I was also really thankful for his honesty. Like I said, he was a good guy and he did the right thing. In fact, the whole time we were dating, my only prayer had been, I want your will, God, and not my own. I seriously remember walking or working out daily with that one prayer on repeat as I power walked the trails or lifted at the gym. So when he ended it, I knew it was right. As sad as I was, I also knew I had peace because I had been asking God's will over my own, and so it had to be. But again, I was truly heartbroken, and the timing of it was rough, too. Remember that semester I took off? Well, that pause put me a semester behind in graduating, and rather than stretching it out another six months for a final semester, I decided to finish up with a tightly compounded summer schedule. After all, all of my girlfriends were graduating in May, and that included my roommate. The tricky part is that our lease was going to be up in the spring, and I would need a place to stay through the summer until I graduated. The breakup landed just weeks before me and my roommate's lease was up. I didn't know where I was going to live or with whom. It felt like such a season of loss and loneliness and uncertainty. Everyone was graduating, getting jobs and moving. Everyone had plans. Everyone but me. I was so, so low. To this day, I still think of this as one of my loneliest valleys. Single, alone, broken, and totally dependent on God. In fact, I remember saying that I feel like I'm at rock bottom, but once you hit rock bottom, the only way to go is up. And it was true. I would walk and pray. I would pour over a handful of promises and psalms. 
At this point in my life, I read the Bible, but I wasn't in the Word every day except in hard moments. And that same prayer was still in the background on repeat. God, Your will and not my own. Over the following weeks, God, in His goodness, began working it out. I ended up moving in with the most unexpected of people, someone I loved and saw every day, my precious boss. For two or three years through college, I worked in an art gallery and frame shop called Pictures, etc. Miss Joanne was my boss, but also my friend. To this day, she is still so dear to me. I love her like a second mama. Anyway, God does have a good and perfect will, and He also has His own timeline. As it turns out, Miss Joanne's husband was recently moved into a nursing home because his health was declining. He really needed around-the-clock care. It also turned out that Miss Joanne was retiring her business and needed my help to transition the shop over through the summer months. And so, I spent the summer finishing up classes and working at the shop. Miss Joanne and I were roomies who loved Shark Tank on Thursday nights and eating quiche on Tuesdays. Her grandbabies called the bedroom I stayed in Miss Hannah's room. It was a really sweet season. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about much of my personal story, you'll have heard me mention being in a season where it was just me and Jesus. Well, this was it. In this beautiful house with this warm and welcoming friend and godsend, I entered into a season of rest and peace. It's funny because from the outside, I'm sure it looked, well, a little odd. (laughs) But I also remember distinctly being so at peace for the first time in my adult life. In fact, my friends even commented. I'll never forget one of them saying one day, How are you so chill about it all? If I were you, I'd be freaking out. Which was a totally valid question, I guess. After all, I still didn't know what I would do after I graduated and after we closed the frame shop. I did have a general plan in place to move and look for a job in a new city where I already lined up a roommate. But beyond that, my future was a giant blank. It really looked pitiful, too, if you factored in my previous year. I had been on the mountaintop, so to speak, as Miss Arkansas USA. I went from traveling speaker and state representative, competing in Miss USA in a happy relationship, to a year of being alone and totally uncertain of the future. And yet, I seemed to float in an invisible pool of peace, so noticeable that even my friends noticed. It was like I innately knew that the guidepost to my life had shifted because for the first time ever, I surrendered fully my life to God's plan for me. I knew He had one. I read the Bible and I went to church. But it wasn't until I had come to the end of myself and trying my own way that I finally surrendered it over. That prayer, I want your will, God, not my own, I meant it with all my heart. I began praying it after that horrible relationship. I began praying it because I knew I was the one who got myself into that mess. And moving forward, I genuinely wanted God to take the reins. I prayed it through that happy relationship, even knowing it could end in heartbreak. And it did. But I never let that prayer go. 
I still knew. I still believed God's will for my life was better than one I could achieve on my own. I feel like y'all probably know the rest of the story, the part where Shay and I meet. I was deeply settled into my single girl, me and Jesus and nobody else season. I loved it. I didn't want to leave the peace of living in His will. But as it turns out, Shay was a part of that good and perfect plan. I'm so thankful I held on to that prayer. I'm so thankful I surrendered my own will for my life in my early 20s. I'm so glad I didn't fight it or harden my heart or search for my value in another relationship. I'm so glad in those dark days I surrendered it all to find freedom and worth and identity in just being God's daughter. I knew He wanted the best for me. Just as I know, He wants the best for you, sweet friends. I wanted to end today by reading a passage to inspire and encourage you. It is a passage that so beautifully wraps up the message I hope to impart by sharing my own story today. It is a prayer from Ephesians that Paul prays over the people. So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every Father and child in heaven and on earth, and I pray that He would unveil within you the unlimited riches of His glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with His divine might and explosive power. Then you will be empowered to discover what every Holy One experiences, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is His love, how enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measure that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for His miraculous power constantly energizes you. Now we offer up to God all the glorious praise that rises from every church and every generation through Jesus Christ and all that will yet be manifest through time and eternity. Amen. That is Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. Today, I want to encourage you to go and read these promises for yourself. As I learned myself, God's will was better than my own, and His will is better than yours, too. God's Word is true. Once you surrender it all to Him, you'll find peace. Peace beyond understanding. And as Ephesians so beautifully says, the resting place of His love will become the very source and root of your life. And so it will. My story won't be yours, but I promise Yours will have some mountains and valleys, too, and it will also hold opportunities for surrender. Today, I pray you'll be brave enough, perhaps even broken enough, to ask Him for His will above your own. He's ready and waiting, sweet friends. I love y'all, and I hope you have a great week.
Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share this show with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.